Welcome to Survivor Cast. International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. After dark. And today on the pod, it's finally Philly Friday, Philly babies. We're talking Survivor Philadelphia, episode six. Dr. Cheesesteak, he be hosting. I had a Philly day today. How was your day Philly-like? Hold me closer. Survive a Philly. You really did listen to this <laughs> so many times today. Uh, of course. <laughs> Of course I did. Brittany and Elton? <laughs> Come on, right? On Philly Friday? After dark. After dark. So we are coming to you quite a bit later than usual on Philly Friday. It's still not dark outside, though. It's dark in the studio. It is. We are coming at you almost movie theater mode, but we do have our lamp on. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Movie theater mode, meaning, you know, <laughs> if you don't know the parlance of the pod recording with minimal lights on just lamp lamp recording and it is evening time even if it's not dark and movie theater mode indicates that all the lights are off yes except the lamp no oh i see okay i understand i don't know the parlance of the pod clearly fail but yes we had some technical microphone issues last night that carried into today and then we had to work and then the microphone issues persisted nevertheless she persisted as they say Mm. and we had to get a new microphone Mm. Mm. i'm pretty sure comparing our hardship of (laughs) needing a new microphone cord to the hardships of women fighting for equality is maybe a stretch yeah i'm just just connecting dots (laughs) okay that thing sounds like that thing i should say them together (laughs) jokes jokes (laughs) that's how my brain works oh okay good to know (laughs) hold me closer oh Oh my gosh i don't know if you can hear it audience but we can hear it so fucking loud the children chattering The, the children the children are ridiculously loud so if you're hearing little ghost-like noises in the background that is a teenager party sounds like rats in the walls god it's so gross that we have teenagers partying at our house it is gross ick what life did i live but technical issues aside (laughs) philly friday coming at you in full force evening edition after dark different music cues different energy We're not here to kick the day off, but we are the sweet, sweet balm to send you to bed. Neither of us are wearing pants. Right. Philly After Dark means we may be recording nude. 
no pants, but <laughs> what else are we not wearing? You decide in your mind. Our hearts. How naked does my voice sound right now? I mean, pretty fucking naked. <laughs> All right, let's dive on in with the Heart Tribe because, oh, wait, wait, do you have any news or any fucking thing like that? Do I have any? Oh, my gosh, where's my news crew? <laughs> Why is it so hard? News, you ask? Seamless. Perfection. Jackie. That's that's why we're professional podcasters. Yep. (laughs) That's why we're professional. I do have one piece of news today. Just one. And it's dedicated to hashtag the zoo crew. You know if you're in it. Hashtag someone told me it's all happening at the zoo. Humboldt penguins return to public display at the Philadelphia Zoo. Penguins? Penguins at the zoo, Jackie. The penguins have returned. They were temporarily removed early this year due to bird flu. Oh, shit. But they've returned. Did they have bird flu? I think Were it was people just, just being um, prejudiced against the penguins? Mm, hashtag penguin, penguin prejudice. prejudice. I hope not. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what was happening. I'm sorry, I got slightly distracted because I turned over here in my husband's work corner. And then you started coughing. Don't pretend I... like you weren't. We heard you. <laughs> there yes, it is. Yes, I did See? cough. But... Is this appropriate to be talking about on News Corner? I guess it could be considered breaking news. I also saw a post-it note that says Elton John colon me underlined. (laughs) (laughs) What? Listen. What is happening over there, Cody? It sounds insane. (laughs) Elton John colon me is the name of Elton John's autobiography, which I'm going to buy for packs for Christmas this year, which we actually discussed. And you told me to write on a post-it, so I don't forget. (laughs) I just, I guess I forgot (laughs) the title of it. It's like my my vision board. I'm manifesting becoming Elton John. I mean, I kind of was wondering a little bit. Oh, be closer. (laughs) Okay. I am Elton now. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying because I needed that clarity. Penguins at the zoo. I'm becoming Elton John. And that closes out News Corner. I love it. Should we jump into episode six? Hell fucking yeah, we should. So now that we're hopping into the episode, we jump right in with the heart tribe. Ba-bump, ba-bump, ba-bump. Now, Cody. Yes. I know... That the whole promise of this podcast is you and I sitting in a pair, talking to each other. Sitting in a pair. We are sitting in a giant porcelain pair when we record these episodes. (laughs) Like sitting as a duo. Like the U2 Zoo Tour when they came out. I don't know if it's a zoo tour. I think it's Zooropa. They come out in like big, weird pop things. Yeah, sitting in a pair, recording the podcast... Just having a conversation as a duo. Yes. However. What? Doing this as like a let's get to know each other and talk strategy as a tribe is not a cool vibe. You know, okay. 
So you're talking about how they immediately <laughs> at the top of the episode. I was really wondering where you were going with that. And you made a quick movement at one point, and I thought you were gonna like pull out your phone and there was gonna be a third person coming onto the episode. Oh no. So when I gasped, that's what I thought was happening. Oh, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Wouldn't it have been insane if you pulled your phone out and Matt was on your phone and he was on this episode? I mean, I know you are low-key obsessed with Matt. But I'm not no, obsessed I... with just because Matt's the star of the season, so invariably i talk about him it doesn't mean i'm obsessed with him mm-hmm. i got this matt tattoo Wink. the tattoo of matt Wink. looking over his shoulder on the back of my shoulder so i can look over my shoulder at the tattoo of matt looking over his shoulder shaking his head at isaiah eating a sim- uh jimmy john sub is that what you're gonna get no a tattoo of matt shaking his head while I- that happened no, I, was, I was depicting an entire scene for you but who's shaking their head? I just the idea. I just create. I mashed up two instances and added a head shake. Who's shaking their head though? No one, Matt. But he's looking over his shoulder while he's shaking his head. You can't do both. <laughs> okay. So it is funny that both. I don't know if it's both tribes or it's one grouping of the same tribe priest mix-em-ups but this is the second time that we've seen them like speed date style break into pairs to get to know each other better so silly i guess it's effective i don't know um ariel brings this like strategic intense energy with his conversations at first I'm a little surprised that he is openly telling dave that he's going like i'm ride or die with lauren we're going to one and two to the end together. But then he's talking to the camera and he's like, but I'm also kind of, I'm open to doing that exact same thing with Dave. Yeah, I mean, Hope and communicated also, that to Dave, but also recognizes that Lauren's a huge fucking threat. So like, you know, he's remaining, we'll see. he's fluid. Like the water, his Disney namesake comes from. <clears throat> I'm going to say you can't have two rider dies and not, be able to decide between them listen dave lauren's my ride or die but maybe you could be too i mean i think that means no one's your ride or die ariel feels like lauren and dave should hook up as ride or dies and boot ariel for his wishy-washiness oh you're calling ariel a john Kerry, saying he's too flip-floppy maybe i mean i love ariel but i do and think he's john being Kerry. too flippy floppy you're wearing your john Kerry t-shirt right now no, i don't like john Kerry, and i don't have a john Kerry's t-shirt you want a purple heart you want a purple heart i yes so respect me for my service <laughs> um chrissy's emotions are still haunting her a little bit low-key been branded as someone too emotional yes i worry it's gonna haunt her the full cycle of the game um I also giggle at the fact that when we cut to Nikki and Hannah, they're the only duo not talking strategy at all. They're just like discussing each other's life. We're getting lots of discussion of Hannah being a pediatric uh, doctor. That is funny. Um, just to wrap up the Dave and Ariel corner, they do an exploding fist bump and we wait, wait, wait. Oh, we're doing just like that. And we learn that Dave's daughter is really not a Little Mermaid fan. Right. He just made that up so that he could give Ariel the fucking thing. Right. The smoke screen. Smoke. smoke. Dave, master manipulator. After dark. Dave, after dark. Dave with the smoke screen. 
Fucking smokescreen Dave. After dark. dark. It's his cabaret show. <laughs> he comes out of a smoke cloud wearing only a hat. Uh, smokescreen hey. Dave. After dark. And hey, white gloves. Call me daddy. <laughs> okay. I swear. I'm like, this episode, we're not going to sexualize Dave. There's no need to. And here we are. You're the one who said he was coming out naked. Well, I smoke screen Davey and the whole song. Of I course. mean, I don't think it was sexual until you made it sexual. You set me up and I knocked it down. Okay. <laughs> it was both of us equally. Hmm. Listener. You let us know with a hashtag creepy Cody or a hashtag just as much Jacqueline. Oh, yeah. Love that. I wonder what's under the hashtag creepy Cody. <laughs> Nothing good, I'm sure. Um, while Nikki and Hannah are talking, <laughs> Nikki refers to Hannah's job as a pediatric nurse as a Dang. little hero job. Oh, I've got one of those little hero jobs, huh? Which is both complimentary <laughs> and, and condescending. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be condescending, but it's a funny way to say it. Oh, that little hero. Not a, You're not a real hero. Because you help the children, the little heroes. Oh, no. I read it as, like, you're not an actual hero, like, like a ER doctor or a heart surgeon <laughs> or fucking Superman. But you're a little hero. Like Superman's dog. Exactly. Cr- bark, dog. bark. It's like... Maybe she's saying she ha- she have a little hero job. You help the little heroes, the tiny people, the children. You're a regular full-sized hero, but you have a little hero job. You interact with the little heroes, the children. Would you say I have a little hero job? Yeah. Teachers, they're little heroes jobs. <laughs> <laughs> because the children, Jackie, are what? Little heroes? The future. Little heroes. I bet everyone's really loving that they waited on pins and needles for this content. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continuing. Um, Lauren tells Dave that he th- she thinks Nikki is sneaky. Okay, fucking Lauren. Lauren at this point is one conversation after another. She's a social maven. She's really popping all over, spreading her wings. Will it work out for her? That's we'll have not to wait at till... all what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's just I'm making a different point. Please. Um, please enlighten me. Lauren. Yeah, she's fucking. All of her conversations. Oh, it's just like she's pitching way too hard. She's going at a much more bambastic rate than every single other person that she's talking to and like i'm gonna say most of the conversations that she has well it's like really hot and cold you Mm. can tell who she's in with because she's either grilling you like asking you a lot of questions and then like "Mm -hmm, yep yep right or like telling you what's happening it's like one or the other and it's all very like playing hard it's funny because i think dave is also playing hard but he's kind of the yang to her ying where he is also and i I think we are saying the same thing in different ways because like lauren i'm just saying like yeah lauren's having a ton of conversations and playing really hard i think dave is equally making a ton of social connections and having a lot of conversations 
but not doing what you're describing in those conversations. He's always kind of the passenger yeah. or the receiver. And and in a like engaging way versus just like a passive. No, like, he's, okay, not, yep. he's not passive. He's very engaging, but he's also not, oh, this is who we need to get out. You know, he's not playing so hard. He's not leading on the strategy. He's more listening and engaging with, with what's being said to him. He's leading gently. He's just got those easygoing dad vibes. I think people really do respond to that. <laughs> um, Hannah tells Lauren that she's willing to sacrifice one of her alliances to stay in the game, and that she thinks Isaiah is coming for her. Coming for her, I say. Coming, coming. I, I say ya. I, <laughs> you say ya? I say ya that she says Isaiah... Is coming for her. But um, um <laughs> Hannah is trying too hard to like get Lauren. Like Hannah recognizes Lauren's power, mm-hmm. and Hannah's trying too hard to rope in Lauren. Like I can see it not working for Lauren. I think she kind of like reeks of desperation a little bit in a way that maybe are, is going to turn Lauren off. Or not even so much that. I would say she comes off slightly ingenuine. Okay. okay. When you're giving so much yeah. so quick. I could see that. Without a back and forth, it comes off as ingenuine, I feel like. And then Nikki is hopeful, but she's not confident. Correct. She's got hope, though. And that's all one can really hope for. And then... It's 2.33 p.m. Immunity time. Baba, just kidding! Everyone is gagged because it's a surprise merge. And the real question on everyone's mind is, where's that motherfucking pizza? You know what the real question is? What? What happens when you mix red and blue? You get purple. Good job! And it becomes a soul. The soul tribe. What happens when you mix head and heart? You get a soul. I guess, you know, like your consciousness is like your emotions plus your higher level of thinking. And that is what a soul is. Oh. Right? Sure. Kind of. Not really. But, if it's anything. Uh, I mean, isn't your soul just like a bit of life force that leaves everyone's body or every living thing's mm. body that's recorded? It's like the spark inside Transformers. And yeah. you become like empty husks without it. Know drive me we are soulless robots hashtag craft work um so there's lots of matzo from domino's lots of matzo they got some jimmy john's some fruit some french bread Uh, did you see jimmy john's on the table i did i saw bags of jimmy john's see i thought that isaiah maybe just had a backpack of Jimmy John's. Or he just ordered Jimmy John's to the park or something. No, because they don't have their phones. Mm, so he couldn't do that. that. He's got one of those Elon Musk neural links and he ordered it that way. <laughs> Cody's giving me a weird look. But it's because his his work chair has uneven... Well, mess with it. After. Okay, true. But it's just very distracting. So Lauren and Taylor <laughs> finally meet now that they've merged. Yes. They spend a lot of time chilling at this picnic table, talking it out with each other. Yeah, it's almost like they decide that they want to play 
masterminds together a little bit they almost feel like i'm the representative of this tribe and you're the representative of that tribe and we're meeting as delegates but they're very much not representing the interests of their tribes as a whole yeah and low-key are like colluding with each other kind of maybe but lauren's feeling each other out maybe but lauren still feels like she has the numbers to do whatever the fuck she wants it's like al pacino and robert de niro meeting at heat We've been waiting all this time to see the two of them. What is that noise? Is that you said in heat in the movie heat? Oh, the movie heat. <laughs> I was thinking like cats in heat. It's when like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino were in heat around each other. I, that's dry humped I'm... one another on the streets of New York. I mean, that's what I thought you were doing. Nope, I was referencing <laughs> the movie. <laughs> i've never seen it it's a classic Clearly. it's a classic lauren tells tyler that he and isaiah are in trouble and it's just another aspect of lauren just wheeling and dealing jackie if you heard if you heard the bottle pop that's jackie drinking a sugar cane mexican coke yeah i just got a bug in it because oh you really there's a bug in it mm, there was Nice. Because at the beginning of our Survivor <laughs> Philly summer content, we were drinking iced coffee a lot. Yes. And now you moved on to sugarcane Coke. Well, we did get Chipotle for dinner, and I was finishing my soda from that. I'm still drinking iced coffee over here. Because <laughs> you can drink a coffee all day where it takes me like an hour. Hashtag all day coffee. All righty. So I will say Lauren, Lauren, right back to the idea that Lauren is just pushing her... Di- agenda and like her like what you gonna do about it i feel like lauren (laughs) is that the vibe that lauren had for you this week what you gonna do about it i feel like lauren suck my dick jesus really (laughs) i feel like she's wheeling and dealing and she is playing hard but i don't know if i'd say she's pushing her agenda or inviting people (laughs) to suck her dick that's not quite the vibe i got Uh... plus she's from philly not new york so Uh... i think your accents are a little off Okay, you're right. That joke was warranted because it's after dark. <laughs> what is an what is a Philly accent? Okay, this is me as Lauren. Hey, suck my dick, Philly. Hey, Philly, <laughs> yeah. come suck my dick. You need more cheesesteak energy. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. Well, if you have to ask. Okay, Matt, talking about cheesesteak energy. Sweet. Matt, when he approaches someone, he's like, <laughs> "This is a wreck." This is a mess. I hate this game in the moment, but I'm going to love it in hindsight. I'm becoming increasingly bitter. Oh, hi. Hello. I'm Matt. Like, that's, I think, almost verbatim what he says yes. approaching somebody. Yes. He's very, like, bombastic and spastastic and just like, <laughs> ping, pong, pong, doom. Did you say spastastic? I mean, like a ping pong ball. Like, you're going to get canceled. We're going to have over. Oh, boy. <laughs> Like Beyonce and Lizzo. Not not spazzing all, like spasming uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like a ball in a ping pong ball machine. That's like, why I then like, made those sounds as well. Like that way we always describe how ping pong balls <laughs> operate inside ping pong machines. Exactly. Pinball machines, I should uh, say. I'm just going to say like Beyonce and Lizzo before. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Us this year. You're going to get us canceled. We're going to have to go back and edit out you saying that word on this episode. I'm pretty sure this isn't the first episode that I've said that word. Really? In potentially. Hmm. Hmm. That's not good. 
Don't I admit mean, that. You would, you would think that our producer right. would take care of shit like this. That's mm. why we're fucking paying them every penny that comes into oh, the pod. Yep, yep, that that producer in Argentina <laughs> that we send the episodes <laughs> off to every week and he produces them. I don't I don't ever listen, but you know, he says he puts a good sheen on them, takes everything problematic out. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I won't say that word ever again. As long as you've issued the apology, a clearly heartfelt and well thought out <laughs> apology. That's all that matters. That's it. I'm just, you know, you think you're above Queen Bay, and I'm worried that you might not have the social cachet to pack it up. Hey, pack it suck up. my dick. <laughs> okay. Okay, Philly Jackie. <laughs> my least favorite character to emerge from the podcast, Cheesesteak Jacqueline. All right. Um, Lauren tells Tyler what she knows about the fucking idols. About the head and heart idols. Yeah. Another move I was surprised by. Uh, like, I did not realize why Lauren, this is the only person that you're like down to dish all this shit with. Like, down to clown with. Do you think Lauren's an ICP fan? She's usually, no, she's usually such a fucking taker instead of a giver. But with Tyler, she's like, yes, sir. Eat all my crumpets. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> you have a strange perception of Lauren this episode, I will say. Um, it is a, a pretty equal exchange of information, but I am surprised at how much she's dishing. I do love this brand synergy moment of Isaiah eating a slice of Domino's, wrapping it in a Jimmy John's wrapper. No, he wasn't doing that. I think there's a shot of him. I think he's eating a slice of pizza and he's holding a Jimmy John's wrapper and he puts the slice of pizza (laughs) in the Jimmy John's wrapper. I don't believe it. He's eating a sandwich later. Maybe I'm just crazy. (laughs) Maybe I want Domino's and Jimmy John's to collaborate for Isaiah (laughs) to be the face of that campaign. And in the ad, everybody hassling you for eating pizza. Now meet the Pizza John. Pizza John. Rolled up slices in a Jimmy John's wrapper. And the angle that they're going with is that now you won't be shamed for eating pizza anymore. (laughs) That experience we all have. Are you tired of people looking at you funny because you're eating pizza for the fourth day in a row at work? (laughs) Now pretend it's Jimmy John's. (laughs) All right. I mean, if anyone can sell it, it's Isaiah. <laughs> Done. Hannah. Not picking up. Oh, but I, they should make a, a Domino Survivor Philly pizza. They should. F- Survivor. F- Domino's Philly should release a special Survivor Philly episode. Themed, themed pizza. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for we, bringing that home for me. We got there eventually. Where is it? I can't find it. Where am I? Um, but Hannah is not picking up that others are not vibing with her. Also, this moment where Hannah, after she's done talking with Isaiah, she looks at the camera and then kind of forcefully throws away the slice of dominoes she was eating. <laughs> oh, no. As if it was just a prop for interacting with Isaiah with. Isaiah's always hassling us to eat more pizza and to wrap it up like Jimmy John's. I did the first bit, but I'm not doing the second. Maybe it's because she's a pediatrician. And she is hating a little bit on like, best slice ever. This isn't New York pizza. Mm-hmm. Or other people are. Yeah. So maybe there's just some, I mean, Domino's does kind of suck. Yeah. Hashtag down with Domino's. Hashtag be a pusher like Lauren. I don't know. I get 
we circle back around to Lauren just pushing, being <laughs> a pusher. Tyler gives Hannah the lowdown on Lauren when she goes to make a food run. Hannah comes to sit at their picnic table, and then Lauren's like, I'm going to go get some food or drinks or something. Does anyone want anything? And then immediately Tyler's like, I don't know why she trusts me, but here's everything, everything we talked about. I fucking now love I'm it. I'm Lauren, and you're Tyler, and I'm going to push info on you. I love that he immediately like turns around and is like, don't know why she gave me all this information, but I don't hate Tyler, but I think it is almost time for him to go. Now, I will say, I think we're just about ready to head into that individual immunity. I've got a little bit more. Uh, Matt is nervous about Tyler, <laughs> Hannah and Lauren at the table. Okay. And decides true. to go disrupt it. Hashtag disruptors. And isn't that when Lauren is like piece by pizza time? I think it's after that. Oh. Because she's come back with pizza. their food and stuff huh. at that okay. point. Um, Chrissy is also being very open about her idol situation. She does not want it to be a target. Doesn't want it to be a target. So her solution is I'm just going to tell anyone the full lowdown on it. But does decide yes. that she's not going to tell about Nikki's half because that's kind of like her thing to take care of. She doesn't want to blow up her spot. But I am getting a little ahead of myself. So we can pivot to talking about Dave making his amazing Seinfeld reference, winning his place in the podcast heart even further. I'll tell you, but you can't say anything to him. Right? I'm not saying anything. I'm putting it in the vault. I'm locking the vault. It's a vault. Oh, you have to say something. I can't. I told Kramer I was vaulting it. You open the vault. Open my vault? Open your vault. Once I open the vault, it ceases to be a vault. You have no choice. Wait, vault. <laughs> Hashtag vault. And we'll have to see if Dave will be as easily plied to open his vault as Elena's. I have no memory of what he's trying to keep in the vault. I also don't. I was so taken <laughs> like, by the no Seinfeld clue. reference. I don't really know what he's putting in the vault either. Or who he was talking to when he says the thing about the vault. But I do know that there are cars honking in the background as he says it. He's <laughs> well, like, Seinfeld that's the reference. detail to remember. Honk, honk. Love it. And there's some car background characters. The red SUV slash Jeep. Um, as well as the bearded a jeep boom. is very specific, so <laughs> if you couldn't differentiate, I'm a little concerned with how big of a deal this car was. The bearded boom guy in the background. We see some tertiary production characters, but and then boom. Isaiah tells Hannah that he that someone told him that he said he hates her. Oh. Something that Hannah like weirdly doesn't directly deny, but she's like, oh, no, I was like possibly saying that we're like on the outs to get in with other people. And Isaiah's very magnanimous about it. He's like, oh, it's cool if you're like saying that to people. But right. as long as we're cool and she's not really reassuring him. No, it's a weird moment. It's very weird. I would red flag alert it. Isaiah. I guess. I hope at least he on a personal level is like, maybe I can't trust Hannah. I hope so. He's not saying that to us, though, yet. 
And then it's 2.52 p.m. and we roll into individual immunity. Do-do-do-do! Immunity. They're about to play the memory tile game. Tile sequence memory game. It seems like these aren't the only symbols we're working with, but we definitely have a Liberty Bell. Yes. We have Rocky Balboa. (laughs) Yes. Gritty, the Philly fanatic himself. Goofy. Which maybe Gritty and Philly fanatic are two different things, question mark? I have no idea. And I think there might be some other Philly things that we don't. A cheesesteak? Right. (laughs) I don't know. What else would there be? What Philly things do we know? Um, Will Smith. The West. West Philadelphia. (laughs) Just the word West. Yes. Ben Uh, Franklin. There you go. Sweet. Davy Sack, direct descendant of Ben Franklin. Remember that old gem from way back four episodes ago? That joke? Hashtag callback. I do. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure, like... After dark, because we're getting sleepy. Well, no, and I'm pretty sure, like, I made an inappropriate joke about Davy's ancestors <laughs> being raped by Benjamin Franklin. I, I don't so. think you made... I think... <laughs> okay, never mind. We shouldn't have revisited. <laughs> That's why I was just concerned why you did. They play the tile sequence memory game. Love the Philly references. Um, There's really weird, somber music happening during this challenge and it just doesn't make sense to me Hmm. it's like in our memoriams during our survivor south africa it is a little overly somber maybe it's because dave is the first person out followed very quickly by chrissy that is in round two round one they all survived okay okay and then in round three i believe You've got Lauren, Melissa, Nikki, and Ariel all out. Yes. So now it's Matt, Tyler, and Isaiah, and Hannah. The next round, it's whittled down even further. To... Nope. Oh. Round four, they all get it right again. Oh, damn. So round five, it's whittled down to Matt versus Tyler. Right, because Hannah and Isaiah were too preoccupied about their he said, she said conversation earlier and both fucked it up on round five. (laughs) And this is where things really heat up, Jackie. This is where the memory titans come to clash. Because in round six, they both get it wrong. Okay, I have Matt versus Tyler dash dash D-O-J. And I'm like, Department of Justice, but it's supposed to stand for Dawn of Justice. Oh. Matt versus Tyler, Dawn of Justice. Who's Superman and who's Batman in that scenario? Hmm. I mean, Matt is Superman. Mm. Batman is an awful person. He, like, witnesses a trauma and then decides to murder a bunch of people. So I don't really feel like that fits Matt. All right. We're going to go with classic <laughs> Which Boy I guess Scout. means I say that fits Tyler? <laughs> Tyler. Question mark. Tyler is a crazy recluse haunted by trauma. And Matt is a lovable Boy Scout from another planet. Yeah, exactly. Impact. Hashtag impact. <laughs> but they both got it wrong on round six. So that leads us to... Right. Game number two. And then, so we're in the, wait, 
I'm confused what you're saying. Okay. We're in like a final death. Right. Because they both fucked it up on right. the sixth symbol from round one. You're so they correct. go to like a final death. And the next the... three, they both get correct. Well, but Dr. Cheesesteak goes through that next, like, because it gives a them a new, new sequence. sequence. Right. And he goes through it so fucking quick. And also, like, I feel like when I've seen this challenge before, they show you, not just tell you. Dr. Cheesesteak is definitely just telling, not showing. Yeah, showing would be helpful, I feel like. It does add another level of being able to latch on to the information. A visual. But they're in sudden death, and they go three rounds, both getting it correct, until, heartbreakingly, somehow Batman kills Superman. Oh, I do have a note here that they're both baby geniuses. Oh. <laughs> How do you feel about the baby genius franchise? I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. I've never seen them, but I'm loosely aware of them. Baby geniuses? <laughs> they're like terrible kid movies about genius babies. No, thank you. I know. That's what how I've always no, felt as well. thank you. It's like one tier below talking dog movies. Ick. Which All I'm also not a fan Gross. of. Gross. And then Tyler, the baby genius, defeats Matt. The impact genius. And then we get a little bit of Tyler's very upbeat audition tape. Yes, we do get to see Tyler breaking it down on camera. Talking how he's a messy, young, middle school teacher who loves the drama, loves to be neck deep in teen hormones. And, you know, he never left his teen hormonal phase, so he blends in just right. Can't you tell by the height? <laughs> Lack of beard. He um, and he's an English teacher. He's gonna use literature to win Survivor. He some Shakespeare, some Twain. After dark. After dark. <laughs> English literature. After dark. Middle schools. After dark. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> Janitors. Yes. Ooh. Haunted bathrooms. <laughs> we should write a series of. Spicy romance novels about a middle school janitor falling in love with the poltergeist that haunts the bathroom. I think that sounds fantastic. Sweep away the cobwebs of my love. Of my soul. Of my soul. Even yes. better. Dedicated to Matt from the Soul Tribe. Tyler also gives a bow when he gets his individual award and says, Ooh. thank you, Mr. Godner. I, I know. He pulls a Jonathan from Survivor 42 who yes. always called Jeff Mr. Mr. Jeff and calls him Mr. Gardner. That's Dr. Cheesesteak to you, Tyler. Get it straight, yo. I don't know why we're so hostile to Tyler. I don't know either. I've got nothing against him. I like Tyler. He's a fellow teacher. He, um, maybe that's why I hate him. Teach. Teach. Teachers teach, suck. Teach. I fucking hate every teacher out there. <laughs> what? This is a stance you've taken before on the podcast that I'm always <laughs> gobsmacked by. Teachers are awful people. Why? I don't know. We just suck. Because the system has carved out your soul? Well, the system's a piece of bullshit. So for working within the system, we're all pieces of shit. You gotta listen to that Beyonce song more often. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I want the listener to take note of Cody Shimmy that you didn't uh, get to see. You won't break my soul. Oh, God. Shimmy Shimmy. Uh, <laughs> I get to fuck that later. Beyonce? Mm. <laughs> you can pretend I'm Beyonce. 
Oh, Bee! Go harder, Queen Bee! Oh my god. <laughs> you got so blue. You always go so blue. <laughs> All right, justified. You have to keep reminding me. Exactly. And I think with that, are we ready to throw to a break? I think probably. All right. <laughs> After dark. After dark. So we'll be right back with the second half of Survivor Cast Philly Friday. After dark. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International. Surviving Philly. Head versus Heart. Episode 6. After Dark. And because we're after dark, we had to come back with something a little smoother than Ford Betty. You might be thinking, it's not even fucking Friday anymore. But just like we declared an early Friday so many weeks ago, it's fucking Friday for the rest of the month, motherfucker. Or at Only least until Fridays. we go to bed. Tonight. Only Fridays till September. Every day's Friday. You're screaming at the people. I'm screaming at the people. You're screaming at the people. Because it's Philly Friday for the rest of our lives. Philly Friday until Joe Biden erases all of our student loan debt. Yeah! You know the words better than I do. <laughs> it's literally the title. <laughs> it's. I always think it's the girl gonna do what the girl motherfucking wanna do, but the girl gonna do. I wanna kick it with you. But the girl finna do what the girl motherfucking wanna do. I forgot to mention something. What? This one's for Kevin. <laughs> After dark. And it just can't stop Philly Friday for the rest of our lives. I guess that means we have to produce an episode every day. Oh God, hope not. We wouldn't <laughs> survive, and neither would our listenership. Well, when we come back, I had jumped the gun a little earlier. This when is we when, came back? When we come back, Chrissy is explaining, not declining to explain Nikki's idol situation while still telling everyone her own idol situation. Right. Lauren is, like, grilling Chrissy for info on Nikki. And Chrissy, like, sticks to the, like, mm, that ain't my shit to tell, girl. I do like Chrissy. I want Chrissy. I'm worried she has a target on her back that she got early on that she might not be able to overcome, but I want her to overcome it. This is where Chrissy really takes a turn for the best in my eyes. Nevertheless, I want her to persisted. Was that a better time to use that? No. No, it made <laughs> zero sense. Damn. 
Um, this is okay, and this is also when Isaiah is walking around with his Jimmy Johns. But wait, why does this Chrissy's Phoenix moment for you? Oh, just like her being like, mm, yeah, that's not my advantage, bitch. Why don't you go talk to the lady whose advantage it is? Damn. Even though Lauren's trying to bully it out of her. That's why she gets the Owen Wilson wow moment of the week. Wow. Speaking of idols, though, Head, they have no idols, while Heart is lousy in idols. Part yes. of a running part of Philly after dark is you coughing. I... I'm sorry. You, I have a cough. tickle all the time. You get tickles in your throats after dark and you cough for various different reasons after dark. It's, no, it it's mostly just this like beginning of fall weather shit that has me all congested and my throat always tickly. Mm. Hashtag my throat always tickly. <laughs> Tickle my throat Elmo. That okay. sounds fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I don't know. I didn't know what Boo. I was saying. It just came out. Boo. I didn't know what I was saying. I didn't They arrest me for something. Dave Um, tickling Elmo's throat. It's not illegal. Dave Mm. is drinking Mountain Dew and plotting with Isaiah. But speaking of Isaiah, he's walking around with a backpack full of Jimmy Johns. I don't think he has a backpack full of Jimmy Johns. He has a Jimmy John. Well, he offers one to Nikki. Is that what you call a singular Jimmy John sub? A Jimmy John? A Jimmy John, yeah. He's got a Jimmy John. <laughs> yeah. He offers his Jimmy John to Nikki. No, he offers a Jimmy John to Nikki, not he, his. Right, he's, so you want one? Well, because he's eating it's it. Like she's he's like, he's drug peddling Jimmy Johns. He's eating it. And she's <laughs> like, that smells amazing. And then he offers her one, but it's just because they're part because of the merge feast. No, they're just part of the, he's wearing a backpack (laughs) and eating a sub at the same time. You know, there's a difference between correlation and causation. Just because he's wearing a backpack and eating a sub, it doesn't mean his backpack is full of subs. That's faulty logic. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if it was? Also, do we know it's a sub or is it pizza rolled up put into a sub wrapper? I swear he put a slice of pizza into a Jimmy John rapper earlier and then the next time he pulled that slice of pizza out it had magically alchemy into a jimmy john sub what but the thing is all joking aside isn't it weird that nikki would be like oh that smells amazing in regards to a sub isn't it more likely she would be saying that in regards to pizza you would think so and also you just had the opportunity to eat them if Cody is correct, and they actually were on the table, which is still up for debate. They're on the table. I There's bags think that of Jimmy Jones. Are in Isaiah's backpack. No. But if Cody's correct. Because when he's like, Do you want one? I think he's inviting her to like, oh, there's a bunch on the table. No. Like, no, he's going to his backpack. He's not reaching for another Jimmy John's and she's like, nah. If I'm wrong about this. (laughs) He wasn't reaching for one in his backpack, but I do think that he brought his own Jimmy's. Hashtag bring your own Jimmy's. (laughs) B-Y-O-J's. B-Y-O-J's? B-Y-O-J's. Okay. Jimmy's isn't like (laughs) uh, like some racist fucked up slang or something isn't isn't there like a type of sprinkle that has like a, a fucked up like racist name association to it e. that is something like that 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting in my head about something. Oh, we're doing some on the air googling. Is Jimmy's I E S racist? Uh oh. Is Jimmy's racist? The age-old question of whether Jimmy's are racist. I knew it. I knew it. The Vice article from 2015. All right, let's go to the article. <laughs> no. There is. Suddenly we're back in News Corner, people. Oh, God. There's a scent as to, hold on, whether the term strictly applies to chocolate sprinkles, but far more importantly, there's disagreement over whether the term is racist. Some of those who grew up with the word now refuse to use it. Yeah, well, I'm glad we did address this, even though we weren't referring to sprinkles, just because I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> okay, sprinkles. Kaleidoscope sticks of Maybe we nuts. don't need to dig We're too unseemly. deep into this. Jesus. Everything's racist, okay? That's uh, the thing about America. Okay. Everything's racist, right? It's like everything has a fucked up... Bitch, you racist. Bitch, you racist, America. Uh, if you might be America, you <laughs> might be a racist. If you're America, you might be a racist. If you were born in 1776, you might be a racist. If you were born in 1876... <laughs> You might be a racist. Born again, because that's when the what the Bill of Rights were made. No, I, it was going to be a joke that you did 1976. Because I said 1776. I know, so I upped it up a hundred years. You were supposed to up it up a hundred more years. What's to the joke though? That America's always racist. Yes. Okay. 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 I kind yeah. of understand mm -hmm. now. But see, my joke was because. What about? <laughs> <laughs> but my joke was: if your foundations are built on genocide, you might be a racist. If you want to build a wall, <laughs> you might be a racist. I like how that one he had to pause and think about it. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy, come on the pod already. <laughs> okay. If every term is two steps away from having a racist connotation to it because everything is built on racism, you might be a racist. That one wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like that one the most. We should have ended on a high note. If you've got a backpack full of Jimmy John's, <laughs> you might be Isaiah. Okay, the lighthearted one. <laughs> Bringing it back. All right. Um, and okay, there's this moment that Hannah says that she believes that Olive Blue is super blue strong, and then goes on to explain how she doesn't trust a single person. But this is when the Heart Foundation Alliance is also formed. Did you catch this? Hashtag Heart Foundation Alliance? Yes. What a great name for an alliance. <laughs> um, it's like I'm a medical sure. group. Pretty sure it's an awful name for an alliance the when Heart you're coming Foundation. from the Heart Tribe. I want to be a member of the Heart Foundation because I live in fear of dying of a heart attack. I know. Cody has made me get into the car to drive <laughs> him to the emergency room Ugh. in his 20s while a healthy person because he has anxiety about a heart attack. <laughs> if you disassociate while seeing your reflection in the grocery section at Cub and then think you're having a heart attack, you might be Cody. 
You might be on drugs. No. I wasn't. I was just freaking out. <laughs> I know. But if I drugs could, called life. If I could just open my wallet and look at a card that said you, Cody Eustace, are a member of the Heart Foundation, I would never be worried about having a heart attack again. True. True. Okay. Dave and Lauren, I've decided, are opposite sides of the same coin, but we kind of discussed this earlier. We did discuss this entire theory earlier. Dave is a little worried that his kidnapping adventure maybe put a target on his back, but he's mostly happy for the experience and the connections it may be afforded him. Yes. I'm just going to say this is a complete shit show. Yes. This like fucking post immunity pre tribal time. And I'm wondering how much of that is like because editing is showing us like clip of this conversation, clip of this conversation. There's a full on like paranoia montage and like messy merge montage that we slip into, which is a lot of fun and edited very well. Yes. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious how much of the energy was chaotic and how much of the energy was through editing until we fucking go to tribal. And the first thing they fucking say is like, it was fucking a shit show. I have a few notes before tribal. Yeah. Give it to me. There's a Lauren and Isaiah high five moment that I love. Yeah. Hashtag Lauren and Isaiah high five. Hashtag five for the jive. Matt jiving says, for five and oh, I don't know about your word choice this episode. <laughs> I love you. Matt says that he's not a numbers guy. That he's he's not an accountant man. He's not a numbers guy. Melissa, she's feeling iced out by the other brains. She's got a brain freeze. And <laughs> Hannah, Hannah is, she's saying she has not talked to Lauren the whole time post-merge. And she's feeling like her feelings are hurt and she's worried Lauren is pushing her, her name. And yeah, just that it's super chaotic and very messy. But the fast cut editing is... Very well done. <laughs> you don't need to now Google is jive racist. <laughs> you gave me a look. Well, is it? <laughs> Was mean... it racist for Palin to accuse Obama of shucking jive? An article from the Atlantic in 2012. Jesus, our country's always sucked. <laughs> what a dark article to fucking be the second result under is jiving racist. Mm, yeah. I think it does possibly have some negative connotation to some like yes common words and of... phrases that have serious racist roots i.k.e jiving this is what it means to be in america unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> you're always like a step away from a racist phrase purposefully yes. or not or harmful if not racist and Int- unintentional right i remember when i was in like third grade using a th- using a thesaurus in class because you know you Mm. use a thesaurus to help you give 10 cents words or whatever what sure sure and using the word queer right in terms of like oh this queer house because you're just a kid and yeah it's literally a synonym for odd right so then my teacher like circling it and being like, you should use a different word. Talk I'm sure, to your family. I bet lots of kids have had that type of experience. And it's just funny because so many insulting words stem from 
oh, this word used to mean something else. And then it's like misappropriated to become an insult. You know, like, oh, dumb. It was like at one point a medical term, right? Yes. You could be like, I went to the doctor and my baby was medically labeled dumb. And Whoa. then like, oh, you start calling people dumb as an insult referencing that medical term. And suddenly it becomes this other thing. And there's worse terms, of course, that that same thing has happened with. I mean, that term was specifically used with non-hearing oh yeah like, people, like deaf, deaf and, and dumb, dumb. no like, exactly right yeah it was specifically used to like indicate the like lack of speech that accompanied being deaf and maybe even has roots in some misunderstanding and negative of like right. oh this person can't hear so i'm assuming there's like a mental well, incapacity might... can't hear and are not communicating through speech exactly, exactly so then they must be you know it's that Hundred percent. The miracle worker. Hashtag yeah. Helen Keller. Let's water get Helen. back to hashtag Water Helen. It has a name. Anything else before we go <laughs> to tribal, Cody? What a strange avenue we slipped. I down. always. So no, let's go to tribal. It is three sixteen, and we're headed to tribal. It's a full house at Tribal. It looks pretty crazy to have 10 castaways all sitting on that bench. Really love it. Yes. Tyler speaks on finally feeling safe now that he's got that immunity necklace dangling, dangling from his neck. Isaiah gets asked what plan he's involved in and his response, what plan? I'm just trying to eat. Scoring himself the titular moment of the episode. Hashtag what plan? Oh, really? Yeah, the episode's called What Planned. Oh, can I tell you that I even wrote it down on the top of my page? <laughs> can I tell you that I did too? Because <laughs> I didn't want to fuck it up and forget it again. And yet we did. Hashtag, you fucked it up, Survivor Cast International. Hashtag, per use. This whole episode's been, with all the technical difficulties and waiting on the microphone and then technical difficulties with that microphone. And, and not, sloppiness. And now we, by necessity, having to declare having. every day for the rest of our lives Philly Friday. Yes. Meaning that we can only eat cheesesteak for three solid oh meals a day. Ick. Gonna you, be rough. I, I don't think I've ever eaten a cheesesteak. Mm. I've definitely had cheesesteaks but i feel like only poor imitations and hmm. the last cheesesteak i had was a vegan cheesesteak from jay selby's in minneapolis e. and it was one of the most disgusting things i've ever had bad decision agreed i need to okay. go to philly to cleanse my cheesesteak yeah you do all right moving on tyler speaks on firmly finally feeling safe now that he's got that necklace around his neck i'm just kidding i know i already said Getting that tighter and tighter. um dave says that it was absolute chaos back at tribe so cbs should take notice oh that get them fun. notes nikki speaks on the mixed black bag of being on exile island that she had to bond with chrissy and she got the idol but of course it creates a target and missed out on some socializing right the like big group dynamics and being a target on the merge that merge that merge ariel says that this tribal not the last one but this tribal is in fact the most important tribal ever until next tribal until next tribal nikki and then we and then isaiah after getting the titular moment is the first to vote. Okay. Love it. Now we're in the voting phase. Nikki votes for Hannah. Says, it's not personal. It's business. Pulling an iced tea on her. Yeah. 
It's business. business. It's not personal. It's business. Business. And then um, Tyler, in his very gregarious, goofy way, goes to vote. Chrissy votes for Hannah. Did you fucking catch Ariel digging in the fucking voting bin while he was voting? <laughs> Him. Is that valid? He wasn't digging. He just couldn't mm. fucking get his vote in the jar no, for some reason. No, I'm pretty sure he was digging around, like, looking for an idol or some shit. <laughs> looking for an idol in there is pretty smart. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what he was doing. What if he's like... Okay, I've already voted, but now I want to look at everyone else's vote just because I can't stand the suspense. <laughs> yes, I gotta know now. So curious. <laughs> and then he's whispering, <laughs> "You're never gonna believe who's going home." <laughs> oh no! I'll never tell. Guess who had four votes? <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. He's gonna read them in a moment. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. He's all sad. Fuckers. Like he's he's going home right. in this hypothetical situation. Yes. Okay. Before we read the votes, hashtag what is on Dave's hat? He's got a mystery symbol on it. I did not catch that. I didn't either. It, were you just like shh, No, no, okay. that's me thinking. <laughs> okay. I'm not hushing you. My fingers <laughs> on my lip because I'm thinking. I thought you were like I'm tr- it's a secret. <laughs> no, no. I don't secretly know the Dave hat knowledge. That'll be the episode. Dave, what's that hat? So maybe this is our titular moment. Ooh, hey, Dave. Dave, what's on that hat? I don't want it to be the episode title, but if you listen to the episode on Spotify, you can answer questions that I pose to you. And Dave is usually the only person really? who responds. Not even Kevin? He stopped you responding. Give... I'm worried we've maybe lost the Kevin audience. I'm pretty sure you disappointed Kevin when you didn't tell him what the song, that last week's song was for him. I've always said this one's mm, for Kevin. I don't know if you have. I think Kevin said that we haven't gotten him on the pod yet. Well, we just suck at guests. Kevin, we can barely get the episode out. Yeah, Kevin. And school year is starting. Quit hassling us, Kevin. Kevin, we do this all for you. It's all for you, Kevin. Kevin, I'm bleeding for you. (laughs) When we talk about Kevin, do you ever think that when he was a child, he was possibly left home alone and had an encounter with two bandits and fought them off? And that his name is Professor Kevin McAllister? Yes, I'm saying the Home Alone movies are based on Kevin. No. You've never thought about that? I think he's maybe one of the older brothers. Oh, um, you think he's Buzz? Yes. Or Burrs? What, what, Bays? Maybe we should start a Kevin fanfic podcast. <laughs> That'd be fun. I've been telling you to write us a fucking play. Create the life of Kevin. Okay, so this janitor who falls in okay, love with the poltergeist we... in the bathroom... teams up with kevin or is kevin but he's a professor not a janitor well this is and then the poltergeist helps him this is young kevin yes holy shit i'm telling okay (laughs) you just cracked it wide open i'm telling you all right now we can move back thank you um yeah and then votes no idols are played until until the first vote comes in and it's for nikki and so what does she do, Cody? She plays her head idol. Girlfriend was never on the head tribe, but whatever. <laughs> who said that? I, who the fuck said that? Literally said girlfriend was never on the head tribe, but whatever. So sassy. Oh my God. Like, 
Holy shnikey, that was sassy. So hilarious. Wow. I think we can probably take it as a tongue-in-cheek, playful mm. comment, but so very sassy in a hilarious Super way. Super fucking sassy. Yeah, so she has played her head idol, meaning it's like I did not... This I is, didn't understand how the idol was played, but now it makes sense. And also, you totally fucking wasted it. So it's like, if you're at Tribal and the first vote is for you, you can play it and then no votes count for you? Well, I think it's like, if you're at a Tribal, they will read, like, if there are any votes for you, they'll be read first. Oh. And you have the chance after the first one is read to, to make the call on if you want to do it. You have that knowledge. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. I think you're so. It's a normal idol that can be played after, after the, the first, first one. vote is read. And if there are any votes for you, it'll it will be, be read first. That's interesting. Actually, yes. I did not fully understand that. I think you are correct, and that's very interesting. I agree. I like it. Yeah. Okay, but it does kind of go to waste, unfortunately. Other votes come in. For a little bit, it becomes we've got votes on Melissa, we've got votes on Lauren, we've got votes on Hannah. And it it's like, it really... Oh, wait. Survivor Philadelphia Episode 6, I'm a peasant in these streets. But this is November 30th, 2019. Yeah. I was trying to covertly pull up the episode <laughs> so we could do comment corner, and I've only caused confusion. <laughs> yes, you've only failed. No, continue with your notes. Go. Hold on. Let's just talk. We don't need to pull this up yet. <laughs> Hashtag Slopcast. You're literally pulling it up as you're telling me. Hold on. We don't need to pull it up yet. Hashtag Philly Friday for life. Um, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. No, it's all pulled up, and we're ready for Survivor. comment corner. For a little bit, it's like we've got two votes on Melissa, two votes on Lauren, two votes on Hannah. Very unclear on how it's going to go. I thought we might have a three-way tie, which oh, would be amazing. You thought there was about to be a three-way after dark tie on here? After dark. Yes, I did. <laughs> and between all ladies? This is just whole, so hilariously sloppy. Nikki jumped the gun on playing her idol. Yes. And it ends up being... Just a shit ton of votes for Lauren. Yeah, three votes on Lauren. Or four votes on Lauren. She That's has five. one more than Hannah. No, okay. my tabs are incorrect. <laughs> four on Lauren, three on Hannah, two on Melissa. So one, one two, on three, four. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, y'all did not organize well, but hey, it's fine. Ooh, so do you think that the Nikki vote was just thrown out there as a fucking like, oop, tease. Mm, the Steve Get to, the idol? Yeah, I bet. And so then was it Chrissy... Because she knew exactly what the idol was. Very interesting. It would be a good move on Chrissy's part to have masterminded the getting rid of Nikki's idol. Having known that. True that. Then, so it's goodbye, Lauren. Our first jury member. She is not happy. No. Quote, several reasons why the vote should not have gone that way. (laughs) But I know I was playing too hard. Yeah. And... Going home, idle in pocket. Idle in your pants. Idle in your pants. Idle in your pants. Which is always a painful situation. I mean, yeah, that's uncomfortable. And with that, let's roll on over to Comet Corner. Let's be the 19th person to like it. And, uh, ooh, we've got lots of comments to choose. Whoa. Tim Burns went to town and said multiple things. I'm not going to read them because 
It is too much. But I will start with eight ball bangers. Who is Isaiah? Oh, finally got an episode title, Crying Flame Face. And then below that, Tim Sleed enjoyed watching the audition tape. After Dark. Jason Curtis Rivera, camera quality at Tribal, though. Matt Scott, unhinged, more like impact. After Dark. Kelly Sanguinetti. Great merge episode. Spoilers. And then Tim Burns says some crazy stuff. Best tribal and survivor Philadelphia history in all caps. Excellent job with this, Alex. And team, your talent is shining. Your talent is shining. After dark. Well, friends. Another Philly over with. I'm going to say whoever stayed up this late to listen to this episode and listens this far and is the first Persian Persian Persian. If you're a fan of the person, fans of the show are now called Persians, Persians, not Persians, Persians. (laughs) Persians. And you're the first person to tweet us with hashtag. I'm a winner, baby. You'll get something special from the podcast. We have something we were supposed to send to our hundredth follower over a year ago that never made it in the mail. That could come your way. Maybe it's a signed book by Boston Rob. Maybe it's a signed picture of us. Maybe it's Hein Vosloo of Survivor South Africa's Cape. Maybe it's Cody's nudes. <laughs> the music should really <laughs> work there. It was we should have just ended right there. Um, but, you know, do all the things that you're supposed to do when you like a podcast or don't like it. Go talk about it. Get your friends to like it or not like it with you. And come back. Well, I would say next Friday, but every day is Philly Friday now. So every day is just Friday. Just catch us sometime in like seven, seven sleeps. <laughs> yeah, in seven uh, 24 hour cycles, we'll be back. Six, actually. Mm, hell yeah. Six 24 and one 12 hour cycle. We'll be back. Now the release schedule is like a roulette. You never know when's going to come because Philly Friday is every day. Every day is Philly Friday. You've just listened to a Reality Pod International podcast. Find more episodes and other great shows at RealityPodInt on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, and find us on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening.
he started out in San Francisco, tooting on his trumpet loud and mean. Suddenly a voice said, go for daddy, spread the picture on a wider screen. And the voice said, daddy, there's a million pigeons waiting to be hooked on. Daddy Dave should start a cult, and this should be his theme song. Rhythm of life is a powerful beat. Put your tingle in your fingers and a tingle in your feet. Rhythm in your bedroom, rhythm in the street. Yes, rhythm of fill is a wonderful beat. Feeling is a rhythm of life. To feel the wonderful beat. To feel the tingle in your fingers. To feel the tingle in your feet. In Milwaukee, took his walkie-talkie to Rocky Ridge. Blew his way to Canton, then to Scranton, till he landed under the Manhattan Bridge. Daddy was a new sensation. Can you imagine Dave in a sequence bodysuit, head oiled to the nines, singing the song to an adoring audience? Daddy Dave emblazoned in the back in glitter. While the musket towel was flowing. After he inevitably wins Survivor Philly. I imagine him cavorting in the Philly woods to the song. Dave. 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 To daddy, Dave. Philly to moon bottom. Philly to Philly bottom. Rhythm of Philly is a powerful beast. Put a tingle in your fingers and a tingle in your feet. Philly in your bedroom, Philly in your street. Yes, the rhythm of Philly is a powerful beast. To feel the rhythm of Philly. To feel the powerful beat. To feel the tingle in your tingles. To feel the tingle in your feet. To feel the rhythm of Philly. This one's for Kevin. After dark. And fly to your daddy. Dave. Take a dive and swim to your daddy. Dave. Dave.
the right spot. Oh no, you started recording. That's because you were hurting me. Oh, don't say I wasn't. How was I hurting you? My leg. I didn't realize. I was just trying to scoot. I'm sorry. Oh. So we're talking about how Chrissy's being very open with her idol. <laughs> Are we? 